0: What would you like the power to do?
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
0: You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Clarence Blue podcast. I'm your host for today, John Townley, and I'm joined by club correspondent Ashley Priest. Ash, how
0: are we? John, in the in the host seats. I like, I'm liking this. I'm liking the vibe. I'm all right, mate. It's good to see you. Dan skiving in the background, pressing all the buttons for those that are wondering. So, yeah, John, uh, Dan's put the pressure on John today. John's in the manager's chair. Um, I'm all good, mate, yeah. Finally got some news of that Kamara injury, knee ligament damage. Um, so that, that came out today, but yeah, international week, quite dull. McGinn scoring for Scotland, as always. Um, but yeah, go, going well, mate, and looking forward to Leeds in next week.
1: Yeah, it is a bit of a dull one at the moment. It's a slow slow news week next week. I don't know if that'll pick up either. The weekend's probably going to be quite a boring one, but maybe a welcome break for Villa. Seven points out of 21, seven games in. Slow start, probably. I don't know, maybe that dresses it up a little bit. Defeats to Bournemouth, no show at Palace. Giving West Ham their first points of the season, the first goal. What's your overall reflection after the seven games, Ash? You know, what are we thinking so far?
0: Yeah, I think it's sort of very, very underwhelming, isn't it, really? It's probably been a bit kind, really. Um, very alarming opening day defeat down at Bournemouth. Very alarming. um has got over the winning line against Everton. And yeah, just... just just flat, but the last two performances for me have been, okay, not Friday wasn't great, but you, you got to win ugly sometimes, as Gerard says, and Villa showed when they need a result, they can dig in and get one, so that, that was positive. The Man City game was the game of the season, performance of the season so far, just shows what Villa can do with the game plan and and, and, and nailing that, so that, that was a big plus, and we're coming after the back of them two performances going into Leeds next week now, so yes, yeah, something to build on, but again, it's that injury to Kamara is just, just lingering in the back, yeah. No Carlos. How gonna, how's Cash going to be? Lucas now he, he's injured. So, it's piling up. It's, we love it, don't we? All the chaos and that. It's just, yeah, n- n- never playing sailing, is it, really? So, I haven't won away from home yet as well, John. So, I've got two away games yeah. coming up. I think six of the next nine are away from home as well. So, we're going to find out a lot about uh, Gerrard's Villa in that time. And, and yeah, all eyes all on this this next little ba- uh, batch of games, isn't it now, John? Before the World Cup, yeah. where will it be come mm. end of November? That's going to be big. All, all eyes on that one. Um, and yeah. yeah, we'll find out a lot in the next few weeks as well. Leeds and Forest, yeah, looking forward to them.
1: Exactly that. I think it's it's a weird season. It's already it's already been chopped up into two, and we're about halfway through when it comes to the World Cup. You've. Obviously, we've had seven games now, but for Villa, it seems like a bit of a, I don't know, maybe say maybe a welcome break. We had the City game, we played well in, played OK against Southampton and got the three points and, and first clean sheet of the season, which is obviously a positive. So, leads away, Forest away, two massive games now, but been, been rocked by a couple of injuries. So, it's um, it's a tricky one, but today we're going to be evaluating just the first seven games of the season. So, let's get into it. Then, obviously, Ash, you do your play ratings after every game. Uh So, you did a piece earlier this week with it being an international break. The ratings of the players so far this season, um, you kind of go back to front. Yeah, back to front. We'll start start with Aaron Martinez and we'll contrast and compare as we go along. Um, For anyone who wants to read Ash's piece, we'll throw it as well into the comments section. Uh, So, starting with Martinez, Ash, you rate him 7 out of 10. Safe pair of hands. you know, 7 out of 10 is very steady as well, isn't it? I love these
0: player Get so much stick for them. I can't. I can never win as well, John. I'm either too generous or too harsh. We, can we, never should, probably,
1: we should probably give ourselves cut ourselves a bit of slack as well. It's very tricky to do your player races when you're got to do. You got you quote. there's it's very hands-on match though. So it, yes, you, you can't just watch the game and watch every pass that Douglas Storey makes. Um, mm. So we, yeah, cut us a bit of slack on that one. But no, go ahead, Ash. Oh Martinez. Yeah.
0: Martinez, I just, I just love him. Order, um, I've given him a seven, probably a bit higher. I don't know. I, I do lot like Martinez. I think the game against, I think kept the score down against Palace. Everything he was crucial I mean, a crucial side before Villa went went on to win that one. Um, but Martinez has been saying for me. Okay, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't performed the, like the way he did when he first came in with them clean sheets and and just how commanding he was then. But but yeah, love everything about him. I mean, Martinez been, been one of Villa's better performers. That's fair to say. I love the camar- camaraderie who's got the north stand now as well, behind the goal in the second half. And the way, the way he goes down as well, just, he's doing that on purpose, isn't he? 100% boring in time, just get over that winning line. and Like you say, he's, he's done an interview today in Argentina. He said he's, he's, he's off the bread. He's, he's banned the bread. He uh, loves loves a can of Coke if, if if he wins a game. He's canning that now, no no Coke. wants to get himself in prime condition for the World Cup. So... What a guy! His interviews are always great as well. So so humble, and he and so really funny. And I don't think he means to be. But yeah, great guy, <laughs> Martinez. Fantastic signing for the football club. And he's been like I say, John, one of the better performers for me. I think you can always rely on Martinez. I think he had a shaky one at the Emirates, didn't he? He was there. with yeah. A couple of shaky ones
1: yeah.
0: for the two goals. That's but the only time. That, yeah, he's been a okay. Martinez for you.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the only one of the only times he's had a real. Moment, I think since we signed him, I think he had a was it uh, Bruno Fernandez as well Man United last last year or last season. Sorry, but no, yeah, seven out of ten. I think that's probably the minimum you give him. It, it's hard to give any players at the moment anything more than eight, just because of the start we've made. Um, mm. Martinez could have been an exception if he's keeping us in games, but obviously it's you know, sometimes you're just powerless. You, at the end of the day, he's only a keeper. Um, but yeah, you know we know what we are getting from Martinez. I stand by what I said in the summer. I think he probably should be captain. Uh, that's nothing against the Tyron Mings or John McGinn or an Ashley Young or whoever else wears the armband, but I just think he gives you so much. Um, and he is, the for me, the one player who is undroppable in that team and he's going to be playing every game, you know, injury permitting. So, yeah, he gives us everything. He's a leader. He, he speaks well. He does everything that you want from your goalkeeper in general. He's a safe pair of hands. He's, yeah, he's brilliant. So, seven out of ten, I'm, I think that's probably the first one that we'll agree on, Ash. Mike, oh, Ash... God.
0: Just, oh, John, on the captaincy there, yeah. John, would you begrudge Gerard changing the captaincy again? Because look look what he's done for Mings. Mings have been brilliant with yeah. the arm off Nothing. Take the armband off again. Can we see the McGin of old again? I know it's a bit of a, yeah. bit of a contentious subject, yeah. but I, I would be against seeing Martinez having the band from, I don't know, January onwards. A little oh, change yeah. there.
1: It's one of those, like, what's the point of having a mind if you, if you, if you can't change it? There's nothing wrong with taking yeah. it back off back off a player. I personally can't see it because I don't think Gerard would, would want to bring up that conversation again with seems to be that we've just about got past Tyrone Mings captain sort of debate yeah. and that's probably because Mings is playing very well as you mentioned we'll come on to him as well um but yeah I can't see that happening but if, if you know if you come to it I'd, yeah do it because I think there's some games where McGinn you could drop McGinn and it wouldn't necessarily be you know to the effect of the uh, you know, overall yeah. performance. And again, we'll come on to McGinn, and I don't think he's been played in the position that gets the best out of him. But if he's out for one game, Martinez is your captain, and surely he would then keep the armband for those remaining games. So it's, it's an interesting point you raise. Let us know in the comments what you know if, if that's something that maybe you would um, hope that Gerard looked into, perhaps in January in the World Cup, because we're splitting up the season so much this year. It's There's no continuity. So I think if you took the armband off of McGinn, say... His final game, Brighton, as captain. I don't think anyone would really tell that in a couple of months later, he's no longer captain. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, moving on. First of the defenders, Matty Cash. You gave him a five out of 10, Ash.
0: Five out of 10, yeah. Matty Cash, supporters player of the year last season, John. Uh, big fan favourite last season. Was, was quality. Got himself in the Polish team as well. And um, yeah, never present. I mean, he scored the, the Etihad. Great goal. And, yeah, had goals and assists to his game last season. We're yet to see that, aren't we? yet to mm-hmm. see the cash cash of last season. I think he's had a bit of a confidence hit as well. Um, has he been? Has he had the support ahead of him? I'm not, not quite sure. But, yeah, I think if you speak to Cash himself, I think he, he'll say he's you below know, his usual standards as well. So, yeah, I'm hoping to see more from Cash. We'll see how his hamstring injury is. But, yeah, Ashley Young's in ahead of him at the moment, given his form. But, but yeah, I've, I've expected more from Cash about you.
1: Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think it's always been that sort of the final ball with Matt Cash, hasn't it? He gives you everything in terms of athleticism and he's always bombing up and down and you can rely, rely on him to do that. He's a midfielder or a winger is kind of coming through the ranks at Forest. Um, so you know what you're going to get but at the same time, you, I think there's so much that you can do more as well and that's testament to the player that he is. It's you know, it's, it's not criticism at all. And I think you, you know, you say there, I think Cash probably knows that himself. He, he had that flurry, didn't he, last season? I think it was uh, the Brighton goal. was obviously a really yeah. nice goal. Leeds at home, he got an assist. Leeds away an assist in Southampton. It was between about four or five games, that little run that he had. And then since then, no assists. And obviously that one goal against City when he comes up at the back post. Mm. So it's, it's a tricky one. I think five's fair because again, we've had a poor start to the season and I don't think any players necessarily cover themselves in glory and there's a lot to, you know, if we're giving these players six of sevens, then there's not there's not, there's not too much room for improvement when there clearly is. So, I think five's fair. Um, and yeah, Ashley Young's obviously been brilliant. I think we'll do Young next. So, seven, seven out of ten for, for Ashley Young for you so far, Ashley? Yeah,
0: yeah, 37-year-old Ashley Young, yeah. Um, he, he said last week, I just, just nothing but a number getting used to the ice bats now isn't he as well so he looks after himself young um such a leader on the pitch I think Ramsey scored last week against Southampton and young went straight young, young went straight to the, the team straight afterwards so 10 minutes now come on switch on um because Villa, Villa, Villa tend to concede when they, when they score up now um so yeah behind the scenes Ashley Young has been massive doing his coaching badges now as well so it be interested to see if he steps into the coaching department next season maybe um Perhaps there, but yeah, Mike Uh, Ashley Young being brilliant, did well against Bolton on, on his first start of the season. Coming against Man City, pocketed Phil Foden, and then against Southampton last week, did a good job. So, Ashley Young, yeah, one of his better performances, performance this season. No brainer for him to sign on again for another year. So, we'll see. Yeah, great, great, sure. great start for him.
1: You could probably, you could potentially bump him up again from, I think from so. a seven, maybe to an eight. Yeah, yeah, solid. I think it's maybe he was exactly what we needed after well, coming after that west ham game and obviously arsenal as well we we, we really were quite low in bolton we go one look down and as well so that's how low we were but someone like an Ashley young an experienced head more than just an experienced head as well is you know clearly a quality player and for a guy who says 37 38 next year his fitness levels have, you know he's kept himself so well 37s no you get to like 34, 35 these days, and that's sort of when retirement will hit. But he's, he keeps going, and you kind of like, well, next season management, maybe, or coaching. But you, I don't know, like you could probably carry on playing if you'd like to. I, I don't know. Yeah. Potentially in the championship or maybe at Villa, who knows. Um, those are the two right backs. Obviously, Young can play quite versatile across across the board. Moving on to centre backs. Uh, we'll start with Esri Concert, five out of 10 from you.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that at you
1: first, John. Would you, Ezra? Uh, Ezra's a tricky one. I think we all know the standards that he's set in it's Project Restart, uh season after that, the 20-21 campaign. Obviously, no fans in stadiums, but I think most Villa fans were probably banging on, you know, saying England, the Euros, and then the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Something would be in that frame. Gareth Southgate's got six, <laughs> seven maybe centre-backs in his squad at the moment. It could constantly be one of those a couple of years ago, you would have thought, probably. Um But he slipped from those standards so so far this season. I don't I don't think he's been particularly poor this season, but you know by all means um, I'd give him a a six out of ten. I think it's quite steady. I think digging around a couple of stats in his last three, he's won six out of seven uh, ground jewels and then eight out of his eleven aerial jewels as well. So that's what trying to do maths. uh, Well, he's won between. He's won quite a few of his jewels, uh, put it that way. And Ming's got a lot of credit for. I think. I think he won all of his jewels against Southampton and yeah. Ponce was only out by one. So, I think he's. I don't know. He probably goes under the radar a little bit considering the caliber of centre backs we have in Carlos and Ming's. But he's. I hope that he can just get back to those levels of where he was. I think we'll touch on Callum Chambers soon, but I've not particularly been too impressed by him. So he's got that run now at centre half, where that's his spot. Obviously, brought in Bednarek as well, but. Not too sure on the game time he's going to get, but that positions concerts if he wants it. And obviously, you need that uh, sort of familiarity between the centre halves. Mings concert they know each other really well, obviously from playing for a few years now as a two. So uh, hopefully, he can get back to those levels that he showed. But for now, I think six out of seven. Sorry, six out of ten is probably about fair.
0: I'll give him a five. Yeah, there's a running running theme here: players who performed well last season aren't doing it this season at the moment. Cash being one of them. Consa, yeah. Luke Dean as well. He hasn't hasn't made the impact he did last season and now out injured. So, yeah, concert. I've been raving about him for years. I thought he should be in the England squad for the Euros, given his form then. But, yeah, he's dipped below them standards now. Another one with the confidence hits. And when you lose games, it's going to happen, isn't it? So, yeah, I I can see kick on now. The last two games have been great. More of the same, please. Yeah.
1: We'll touch on Callum Chambers quickly. He hasn't played too much this season, but but when he has played, I'm not sure. I think uh, obviously when we did our pre-season um, preview a couple of months ago now, I, I wanted him next to Carlos and I thought he was really that sort of unsung hero that we had last season. But I've been a little disappointed with him when I have watched him this, this time around. I think Bolton, he was rocked a little bit, as, was many of our, as were many of our players, to be fair. And I remember Contz bailed him out a couple of times against West Ham. So it's... Been a bit of a slow start from this season, I think. And for Chambers, he needs to stay consistent because of the competition that we have in the centre-back positions. And I'm not too sure if Gerard, listen, No, he doesn't fancy him, but obviously we brought him in, in in the January and he played a bit, but then he gets taken out of the team and there's no sort of continuity there. And I think concert has a better run at starting games, more so than Chambers. So I, I think I'll give him a five out of ten. I think he went five as well, Ash.
0: Yeah, funny one, Chambers, isn't it really? Yeah, doesn't yeah. really get the looking. Um <clears throat> He should deserve sometimes. Yeah, hasn't put a foot wrong wherever he's played. Really good over pre season. Um, good on the ball. And yeah, yeah who knows? I mean, he cashes out long term now. Well, not long term. He cashes out for a few weeks. I, I can't see Ger- Gerard throw Augustinson in at left back. Maybe, maybe Connor could shift over to right back and, and Chambers could, could slot back in there. Or with Kamara's injury now, could Chambers. Do what he did at Burnley and slot in. There. You don't know, dear. Do a bit of a utility man in chambers, but but yeah, he's been a decent signing. I asked Jared how much he cost. He said he said cheap, so um, he didn't give me a figure, but yeah, been a good decent signing uh, back in January. Um, yeah, he'll be hoping for more starts moving forward now. So, whether we get to them, I'm not quite sure.
1: Yeah, you need those players, don't you? But it's, it's a shame that he hasn't quite been allowed to have that say, continuity, because I think that's, what, that's what's going to bring the best out of most of our players. They need that. Um, Talking about consistency. Taro Mings, probably the most consistent player this so far this season. What do you think?
0: Yeah, fantastic. Taro Mings. Uh, the way I doubt with that, he, on the eve of the new season as well, being, being dropped. He did have an injury, but he was dropped. Captaincy stripped of him. And to, to, yeah, I think he's focused on his game now. And I like he's made a mistake, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, they've been brilliant, Mings, and back to the form we showed previously. So, yeah, so I think for me, Villa's a standout player so far. In there, was it was eight games. Um, Gave him an eight out of ten. I think Mings has been really strong.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Eight out of ten, I think, is bang on. I think anything lower than that would be putting him in and around that territory of players doing okay. But he's been super, I think you say. Yeah. He hasn't really been wrong. I think if you can keep it up throughout the season, you're looking at nines. Nine no, yeah. out of ten for the campaign, which would be his best season at Villa in terms of since we got promoted. I think the um, yeah, almost throwing it back to that Gerard captaincy I mentioned earlier. No one's really talking about it anymore, but here we are. It, do you think that's been vindicated now? The fact that it's taken out, taken off the captaincy in Gerard's words were, you know, simply that'll him, allow him to focus on his own game. At the time, I did actually agree with it. I thought it's maybe slightly harsh to do it so late into preseason, yeah. but the actual reasoning I, I couldn't, you know, disagree with.
0: Yeah, he spoke about it on Friday, didn't he, Gerald? As well, yeah. just want Toro to focus on Toro, and look what we're seeing now—less mistakes, mm-hmm. worrying about his own game, and, and 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 yeah, and his standards are higher now as well. So yeah, I think things have been great. That that, that decision there totally vindicated for me. I would have thought that the, the caps um, to McGinn would have kicked him on again as well. But as he said today in an interview up in Scotland, he's taken time, bit ailing to him to begin with, and hoping. He comes back from from Scottish international duty uh, with a bit of confidence now again. But yeah, the decision to to t- take the pressure and the spotlight off Mings from Gerard was, was a bit of a, a bit of a clever move for me.
1: Yeah, a quick word on Diego Carlos as well. He's been posting videos and photos on his Instagram, which is great to see. He's in different leg machines and he's walking around without crutches. Obviously, still in his boot because he's ruptured his Achilles only what was it six weeks ago now. Mm. Uh, so it's still a very long road for, to recovery. But Gerard seemed really optimistic. Uh, I know you spoke to him about it a few times, Ash. What, what, what was the sort of flag of what he was saying? Is quite optimistic. He's going to still have a fair chunk of the season remaining. If I'm...
0: Yeah. So that was the words. Fair chunk of the season um, remaining. Optimistic on him. Carlos, yes. Yeah, In the videos, he's got the world's biggest quad muscles, isn't he? Oh, you seen the of there? Incredible. Um, so yes, yeah, sh- strong guy. Uh, working hard at Ballymore Heath. Cruel, cruel blow that one. Uh, on his own debut, looking yeah. good. And the big summer signing, Gerrard wanted to build around him and Kamara, strengthening that spine of the team and so key to Villa this season. So that's been taken away from us. And and yeah, the early signs were good. I seen him throughout pre-season, over in Wren as well. He scored in Wren, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the early signs were really good and positive and we've had that taken away. Very cruel and typical Villa, as they say. Yeah, it's a
1: real shame. I think you mentioned it before. He, he had that sort of aura about him that he could be a bit of a fan favourite, be that player that we haven't had for a few years now. Maybe the closest thing to that was Tyron Mings when we are in the Championship. Um, yeah. yeah, quality player and might have even been banging on the door for the World Cup as well with Brazil.
0: 100%. They've
1: got a good squad, but yeah, with Carlos himself is brilliant player. So yeah, I think we both match a 6 out of 10 for Carlos. We haven't seen too much of him yet, of course, but we know what he's going to do. Um, it's a real shame, Carlos and Mings, that if Mings was really playing at the level that he has been as well with him next to him, it's a really solid to that. So maybe that's something to look forward to later in the season. Can we, can we end the season well? And hopefully we have a good middle bit as well. Uh, The final, final defender that's played a significant part of the season, Luca Dean, slightly underwhelming, not just this season, maybe since he joined as well. I think maybe I was expecting a bit more than what he's been delivering again different styles in the Gerard. Gerard's still trying to implement his philosophy, and a lot of that does involve wing-backs. So, maybe Luka Dean's still getting used to uh, exactly what Gerard wants. But five out of ten, I think that's fair.
0: Fair, yeah, fair. I think Luke, Lucas as well, Outside would say the same. He's expecting more from himself as well. Mm-hmm. More assists and, and, and being a threat in the final third, and better defensively as well. So, yeah, i have expecting more from Lucas. Um, I'm just hoping that ankle injury isn't too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's a naughty one. I think there, there hasn't really been a time frame on that too much, unless I've missed that. There's no time frame so far, I don't think.
0: No. no.
1: Um, yeah, tricky one. Yeah, more more from Dean, please. And he's got loads of assists at Everton, didn't he? he hasn't, we haven't seen too much of that at Villa so far. Again, maybe that's just different circumstances. What would you say is our best back four then so far this season? should probably picks itself, to be fair, but...
0: It does don't it? Um,
1: you having Luke Den in there or? I think you have Actually... to have Luke in there just for competition. We haven't seen much of Ludwig or Augustin Sanave. We have Leeds and Forest. It's a bit of a baptism of fire, that to be fair, going to Ellen Road, then the City Ground. Probably hasn't had an atmosphere like that for no. It's you know, played obviously for some big clubs, but you know, it's, it's quite some pressure pressure games as well. So a bit of an introduction for him too.
0: yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I maybe maybe will shift Ashley over to left back and transfer his cancer. Cancer played right back in the in the cup against Bolton. anymore. Might, might do that if, if cash isn't available. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, back, yeah, Martinez in goal and Strong is back four this season. Ashley right back. Mings, cancer, and and Lucas. Left
1: then, back. Yeah. I think I think that would have to be yeah. Obviously, the area of Carlos towards the end of the season. Is so hopefully he can return. And play a significant portion of the season, but not sure. He's still in his boot. Obviously, he's making good progress, but it's it's difficult to sort of put to put a time on it. Really, I'm I'm no sort of medical expert. Um, Moving on to the midfielders, then Ash got a few to go through here. So we'll start with let's start with John McGinn, the captain. I rate him about five out of ten as well, and I think we have to. It it sounds a little bit harsh, and he has been criticised quite a lot maybe slightly unjust in my opinion um, the start of the season he hasn't been at the top of his game but he isn't he isn't being asked to do everything that we know John McGinn can do on a football pitch he's you know he still has that tank and he's clearly still got you know goals and assists in him as we see for Scotland every week and mm-hmm. Gerrard's watching those games you know is what he can give him as well but I don't know is it building a team around John McGinn but if you don't do that then you're taking away quite a lot that he can give you so Hmm. I'm not sure, but your, your reflections after the first seven on McGinn?
0: Yeah, 41 McGinn uh, comes in for a lot of flack, doesn't he? Obviously, because he's captain now and a lot, lot expected of him. Um, interesting comments from Gerard last week, said he's been fantastic off the ball. So we all know what he means by that, doing the dirty stuff and, and getting amongst it and winning the ball back and, and giving, it, giving it to others. Probably been a bit, a little bit suspect with the ball this season, trying uh, on his distribution uh, yeah. in, that, in that sense. But, yeah, funny one. is um, think five goals in his last eleven caps for Scotland? It's an Incredible record. He's got up there, and two—they look like two completely different players, don't they? Okay. They're playing in different roles. Obviously, McGinn, the Scotland McGinn, he's playing as a ten, um, getting into the box, getting on the end of things, Lampardesque kind of thing. And back at Villa, he's he's deployed much deeper. He's playing in the fullback position at times and looking to ping balls across cross field and. Yeah, it's a funny one with McGinn. Um, Yeah, his manager, Gerard said he's been trying too hard to find that form of late. And he came off three games in a row, didn't he? Which rarely yeah. happens. Um, so, yeah, if you ask McGinn again, I think he'd expect more from himself. He's desperately trying to find form. He's desperate to, to really, really do it this season with, with, with the captain's armband on. So, yeah, hopefully more to come and hopefully this international break do, do, does him the world of good. Come yeah. back, puff your chest out. And get back to the beginning
1: of old, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, as you say, he's been taken off like three times in the last three. I think if anything, that just shows that he's not part of that system, or it doesn't particularly particularly work well in what Gerard's asking him to do. If he's your captain, and again, Gerard rates him extremely highly, and I think as does every Villa fan, but he's not being deployed in that in that position that we know that we can get a lot from him. And if players like Coutinho or Wendy aren't you know showing that, or even a Bailey at some points, yeah. um. Why don't we let McGinn loose? <laughs> yeah. Sounds a bit weird, but you need to let the guy loose because he does, you know, he's say what he's doing for Scotland and it's a real asset. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe the games against Leeds, City away, sorry, not in Forest away, the Seaground. Uh, when you've got to really dig in and, and show some McGinn's probably a perfect player that you need to do that. So yeah. it'll be interesting what Gerard does in, say, the next few weeks because you've, you've got six weeks now to the World Cup, eight games. There's a lot, there's um, you know a lot of experimenting. I'd presume that's going to happen. He's gone back to basics a little, you know, a little bit, Gerard. So wonder if he's just going to let McGinn sort of do his thing and sort of strip it back a little bit in the forward areas. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we match match each other on five out of uh, five out of ten for for McGinn. Uh, Douglas Louise could have left the club uh, only a couple of weeks ago with Arsenal. It's a strange one, Louise, because he doesn't play every game, and for a player that's Apparently forty millions forty million pounds worth of, that was his valuation on deadline day anyway. And that Chelsea apparently interested in Liverpool, Arsenal have all been linked to as well. Other other teams in Europe, Athletico Madrid. Yeah, he can't get into the villa team. It's it's, it's a real strange one. And again, maybe that's Gerard Shape and system that we're trying to put square pegs in round holes. But yeah, it's a difficult one. I have rated him six because it's he hasn't been you know, he hasn't been superb. He's scored a few corners, but then he hasn't being at a low level, I think Luis is always that sort of six out of ten player that you know what you're going to get from. He keeps the ball really well, and that's probably why so many top teams are looking at him.
0: Um, yeah, the cu- curious case of Douglas Luis, one of the yeah. hardest players to write and player ratings as well, yeah. Um, because I think he, I think he moves the ball quite quickly, keeps it well, and he struck up a really decent partnership with Kamara. But every, any anytime every time they was on the field together, um, him and Kamara played well, linked up well remember that Man City game that they played well together in that midfield. So, yeah, Douglas Louise, what will happen with him in January, I'm not quite sure. And, yeah, he's got that party piece now, hasn't he? The corners, you <laughs> know, went close against uh, Southampton with another one. But, um, yeah, he's only started two games, um, which is pretty pretty surprising, really, given Gerard's comments on him and Villa's us reluctant, to, to, to sell him to Arsenal in, 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 on deadline day. So, yeah, six out of ten is fair. I think he's... Doing a decent job whenever he's come into the team. Nothing more, nothing less, really. So, I, I do like Douglas. I would love to see him tied down in a new deal. I think he's important. Um, yeah, Um We'll see. We'll see with that one.
1: I presume he's going to be playing more now, that Kamara's out for the best part of two months. He's obviously, going to miss the next eight games before the World Cup. So, yeah. you're looking at holding midfielder. Is he going to bring Nakamba out from the cold? Possibly mm-hmm. not. He hasn't got any match fitness. Uh, Douglas Luiz... I presume is a shoe in for those eight games, playing that holding role. Not really that role that he'd like to play. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one. What about Kamara Ash? Probably <sighs> probably our best player so far this season. You can make an well Tara means actually played well, but you can make an argument that if we had more around him or if we had more consistency around him, everything that he does is better, if that makes sense, because yes. of the position that he plays in. Yeah. it's uh, it, probably a very poor Comparison, but it almost reminds me of Adriese and That obviously was a very poor season that we had in 15 16, so this is quite an extreme uh, comparison. But a player that you know gives you a lot, gives you a lot, sorry, but you're not kind of maximizing everything that that he does give you. And I think so far you could rate him anywhere between a six to an eight, sort of depending on uh, how consistent he's been. So I'll, I'll give him a seven out of 10.
0: It's fair. Yeah, I'll give him a six-sided. Feeling a bit, bit bit, harsh now. But yeah, Kamara's been great. The fans have, have loved what they've seen from him since his arrival. and Just settles things down in there. He's always in the right place. Always pops up in the right place at the right time to, uh, to take the sting out of the opposition attacks and always shows for the ball. Great pass for the ball as well. Some of you have lacked in, in that number six position for, for a while now. And big presence as well. Big size for Kamara. And gets himself about as well. So yeah, disappointed with his, his knee injury now. Which is typical. Yeah. Uh, when it rains it paused down it. So yeah, but yeah, the early signs were great as well. I thought he'd be yeah. More than a bit like a Gareth Barry type doing his like years like uh sits, sits in the hole, pings it around. Um good 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 defensively, good good positionally as well. And uh was was was, was so important in, in in that position. So I'd be interested to see now how Villa how Villa um go on without him. Leand and then Dunka, that one probably comes straight in. How important that deal now looks is is Pretty really incredible, really, to get Den Duncan on deadline day, and then a couple of weeks later, Kamara's out injured. So without Den Duncan, you're lacking options there, aren't you? Callum, uh, Santos come back in from the cold. It can be, you mentioned as well. So, but yeah, good to see injured now for best part of nine games. And but yeah, decent, decent start for him.
1: Yeah, very encouraging. He's, I think he's 22, and to have just, as you mentioned that sort of intelligence to, to know and sniff out danger is quite something for his age. Just played. Yeah probably hundred league games already in his career, made his debut like 17. He's a phenomenal player and you, you just hope that Villa can get the best out of him whilst you know whilst we're trying to go places as well. You don't want to start losing these players and you haven't benefited from from having them, you know. Um the last of our central midfielders, I suppose you could call him, Jacob Ramsey, again, I think a player that plays a role that seems quite I don't know. It's almost like a bit of a luxury role in a sense. That's sort all of number ten role. But yeah. to me, he, he's almost anything but a luxury player because he, he graphs around. And I don't think sometimes he can fade in that games. And I, I'm, I, will, I would say that. But he gives you a lot off the ball, as Gerard says. I think that's probably why he's started so many games already this season. He gives you everything that you need off the ball. He's, he's a willing runner, willing runner off and with the ball too. Um, crucial goal against Southampton. He probably wants to hit around that double double figures mark yeah. this term. Um, so he started okay. Again, probably probably steady Eddie.
0: Yeah, for me as well. Yeah, the last two games have been great for me as well. And Gerard's been been changing his role around as well as an eight, as a 10. And for a player who's only 21 to, to be doing both jobs like that shows a good player you are. So, yeah, he wants to hit the double figures for goals, I think, as well. And maybe a late like, contender for the England squad for the World Cup, yeah. maybe, should he form Rocket. From now until then, but yeah, the early signs are good. Nominated for Premier League Player of the Month, which is a nice confidence booster for him as well. We're slowly starting to see the form we've seen last season from him. Been a slow start from him this season, JJ. JJ. But now, the last few weeks, he's kicking on. He's looking more confident when he's when he's taking the ball and he wants to get on the end of things and get in the box and score goals. So yeah, starting to starting to starting to warm up now, JJ. A lot a lot like what I've seen over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. you've
1: kind of get a feeling that you could complement the likes of Kamara and McGinn very well, but we just just haven't seen it yet, whether that's, you know, coaching or systems again, the intricate parts that it's down to Gerard down to Critchley that we haven't quite seen yet. Um, Moving on to the sort of wider wider forwards, I suppose, and play the inside tens, whatever you want to call them. Um, We'll start with probably the brightest player that we had in preseason, Leon Bailey, obviously, he scored quite a few goals in preseason. looked like the player... Again, it's only season, but it looked like the player that we bought from Bayer in the year before. Um, again, I think it's probably a winger. He floats in and out of games, but you want him to come up with those moments. I think that's why we paid big money for him, and he's, he's had them so far this season. Really good goal against Bolton. Uh, almost was it Bournemouth that he hit the bar when he cuts inside and hits the bar? Yeah, we, uh, that could have been a you know a really important goal. To I think that would have made it one all, maybe or was it two one? I can't remember. But and Palace he, yeah. as
0: well, yeah.
1: Palace as well, yeah. So, he's, he's, he's had his moments. Again, you, you need him to be getting in around the double figures mark. So, he's not necessarily on track to do that, but we've seen much more of him at the start of this season than what we saw possibly throughout the whole of last season, barring that you know that one game against Everton.
0: Yeah, two goals and an assist in his eight games so far. Um, yeah, been a bit hot and cold, as as those kind of players are, don't aren't they? They were hit mm. or miss one week after the other and took his goal against Man City really well. Well, yeah, last time out against Southampton, struggled to make an impact. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I liked his work against Palace. I thought he was, was, was one of did his best players against Palace and he looked OK. Bournemouth, I thought he was good. One, one, one of the rare players, he was good that day. Um, had a strong summer, injury-free now as well, which is a bonus. But, but yeah, it's waiting for him to really kick on and, and score more freely and... And be a, be a threat, and didn't really happen for him last time against Southampton. So big money signing as well. Let's not get away from that. It's thirty million pounds. Best part of best part of thirty million could be spent on him. So we're expecting a bit more now from him, and hopefully he can be a, a big player from now until the, when, when the World Cup starts.
1: Yeah, it's one of those players again, sort of waiting to burst into burst into life, and he has done that parts this season. But you, again, you need to rely on him. You need that consistency. The, the, the one good thing that we have, I say, we have seen it. He hasn't. Touchwood, he hasn't, I uh, don't think he's picked up an injury yet this season. As in, obviously, last year, that was a real problem for him, why he couldn't yeah. have more than, like, four games. Um, so, that's something that, again, probably hasn't gone under the radar, but something that is a positive. I know that's quite a loose positive, but for Leon Bailey, that's, um, yeah, that's you know, he has more confidence in his uh, body, confidence when he's playing, um, running up players and, and doing his thing. that's what you need from those, you know, electric wingers that, you know, really give you that pace. It's something that we don't have in the team. And it's probably a big reason why we're going after, um, Ismaili as well. So a lot for, a lot for Bailey to do still, uh, this season, but a, you know, positive start. Mm-hmm. Um, Felipe Coutinho, oh, just going on back on Bailey. I think you gave him six out of 10. I think, I, know, I think that's fair. You could probably lean towards a seven if you come up with a couple more moments, but yeah, six out of 10 is fine. Uh, Catino I think excluding Southampton, I've been um, really underwhelmed by what he's been giving us. I think we said again in the pre season preview that we did, Matt mentioned that he was probably the one player that you must forget because it's Katino, you almost think oh he will turn up and he is gonna provide a spark. But we can't really beat around He's got one goal contribution in like eighteen games. It's um that's well off. You need more than mm. that. And it's all well and good giving us sparks and little flicks here and there, but you need uh, you need results, you need, you need something tangible. And against Southampton, I think he was close to that. He had, he had one moment, didn't he, when he flicked it around the corner and shot just over? Uh, so it's much better. Maybe that was you know, the Brazil, um, Brazil national team he obviously didn't get picked. Uh, this in this round of fixtures, first time since he joined Villa, yeah, that he hasn't been picked here. Um, so I'm I'd be inclined to maybe give him one of the lowest scores. And I'm only saying that because you have to rate him by high standards. It's Coutinho. He's the highest paid player in the club's history, presumably. Um, yeah. So I'm happy to give him, a, yeah, if, if we're working on 0.5, so I'm going to give him a 4.5. Oh, 4.5.
0: Four yeah, I'll give him a 5. Probably a bit too generous there as well. Um, I think that that not being called up by Brazil has hurt him, I think, a little bit. And that yeah. came out against Southampton. Much more fired up. Much more willing to make the difference this time. And I think he's crossed for the goal. He's crossed for Watkins and then Jake, Jake put it in. But yeah, much more much more, much better from Coutinho last time out. Um, interesting the build up as well. Gerard said Coutinho has had his strongest week so far this season. Back at Bodimor and 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 hopefully now he takes that into this this mini cluster of games and forces his way back up back back into the Brazil setup. They think they're holding him in Brazil, don't they? Superstar yeah. there. Uh, his goals and assist record for them is very good as well. And, and yeah, I think not being called up in this international right really hurt him and. Need to refocus himself now, reset a little bit and show the Coutinho of old, really showing it in glimpses, hasn't he? I've been concerned with him cramping up on, on the hour mark, that's been a big concern of mine. In fact, I don't think he's done a 90 minute before, 90 minutes yet. Um, but yeah, a lot of hopes for Coutinho. I thought at the time, 17 million pound, no brainer, get it done, get him fit, and it, it, it could be the difference for us, but we yet to see that, really. And now's the time to show it. I think got to show it now, and it's yeah, five out of ten for me. Should be a four, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's no, you know, we have to rate these players harshly because they're not playing at the levels, especially that Coutinho can get to. And it's it's all in good, you know, he's had comparisons to like James Rodriguez when he signed for Everton, but I think it's different because when he first joined Villa in that first 10, 11 games, he was brilliant. He's, you know, just kind of setting the world on fire for us and his best player I've seen, you know, since Grealish when he, I know that was only from then, yeah. anyway, a couple of months ago. But that one player that really has that sort of stardust, uh, And it's gone. So, you know, he really does need to start getting that back because that could be the key to Villa changing their fortunes, I suppose. Um, Moving on to Emi Buendia. Difficult one really to judge because, again, after the first seven games, I don't think anyone expected him to be playing a massive portion of the season. Uh, And so far, he hasn't. And I don't think that's going to change as as we go on. I think the the Everton game, he comes on the pitch and and changes it. A couple of really neat, uh, neat touches. Obviously, gets his goal. But apart from that, we haven't seen too much too, too much else than that. Five out of ten, I think, is probably about fair again.
0: Yeah, given that as well. Um, yeah. He's more of an impact player now, isn't he? When, when he, he starts, he doesn't really do it. When he comes on, he changes the game. He can change the game. So, I think he started against Palace, didn't do much. And he started against Arsenal. What was he like against Arsenal? I wasn't there, John.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's up and at you. But ultimately, there's no, you know... You want an end product, don't you? You get the performance exactly. You, you, you can get bums off seats, but if there's no, uh, if there's no, um, you, you know what I mean. If there's no, again, something tangible at the end of it, it's almost, it's almost pointless. A lot of money, to...
0: club, club on signing as well, and you're expecting a little bit more from him, aren't you? you he's, had bedded, he's had his bedded in season now, and is he getting the chance? Maybe not, because obviously Gerard loves Coutinho, doesn't he? And he's got Jacob up there as well as, as the two number tens of late. But yeah, I think at the moment he's, he's a squad player, and he's looking to make an impact from off the bench. So. Yeah, tough one for Emma. I wonder how, yeah, Penny for his thoughts, I don't think he's given much, many interviews, but it'd be nice to have a sit down with him and discuss how his time bill has gone and what he, what he hopes for for the future. But yeah, disappointing start for the season from Emma.
1: Two final players, Ollie Watkins, Danny Ings. We'll start with a higher, higher rating of the two, I presume. Ollie Watkins.
0: Yeah, it's been very good for me. Um, a bit of a thankless task, isn't it, up there for him? Um, occupying two centre halves on, on a weekly basis um, more often than not. Picked out from for price from Pep Guardiola earlier this month. Said he was incredible. and He gave st- Stones and Diaz a, a bit of a runaround up there. So, yeah, it's so important to Villa. I know one goal and a couple of assists from him this season. He wants more goals. We know that. But I think his he's, he's game's not tailored around goals. I think it's creating goals for others and being a nuisance. And as you've seen last week in Southampton, his header forces a save and then Jacob's there to put it in. So, yeah, I think his game's much more about goals, much um, just an, an important play for Villa, giving his energy, he's running, he's running, and, and opens up the play for us. and I think, yes, yeah, a strange decision to not to play him against Bournemouth on the opening day. Looking back, giving a bit of pumping yeah. balls up to the Danny Ings, and Danny Ings got just swallowed up really. He, did, he didn't have a kick, so um, and yeah, he's Villa's main man at the moment. Watkins up there, so he's, he's nudged Ings out of the way, and he's done all right for me. One of Villa's better performers, performers and I've given him a seven, seven out of ten.
1: Yeah I I totally agree with that. You, you know what you're getting from Watkins and you can't sort of dress it up as something that it isn't. We, again as you mentioned that running it's it's completely invaluable. Um but the, probably the reason why it gets a bit stick sometimes or you know is again we're not getting much from the players behind him and I think if you can get Watkins doing his thing and again he chips in with double figures every season um but you need more from Coutinho, you need more from Buendir and Leon Bailey other players and that's what's gonna, you know, probably boost him, boost his game as well. More confidence at the top of the pitch, the better for you know for the ultimate result. Um, and a word on Dan, uh, Danny Ings. You mentioned Bournemouth didn't really pull up many trees, and since then we haven't had, we haven't seen too much of him. Um, five out of ten is your result. I, I think I back that as well. I'd, I'd match that. Haven't been particularly impressed with him. Again, solid preseason, but not. Yeah, similar to Bwende. really. I was expecting a bit more in the first seven games, but it hasn't quite happened yet.
0: No, but his, uh, his numbers are decent, John. Two starts. I mean, four Ooh. starts, two goals. Yeah. Um, I don't want him to against Bolton, but yeah, um, expected a bit more from Danny Ings. Got off to a disappointing start against Bournemouth. Non-existent down there, as were many others. Um, and he's lost his place to Watkins with, with Gerard preferring and Watkins, uh, Watkins now, so... Yeah, good goal against Everton, wasn't it? On the turn, left foot, bang. That was good. Scored against Bolton. But I think yeah, he hasn't done enough really. Uh he played against West Ham, didn't he? Didn't do enough there. And since then, he's managed like 13 minutes or something like that. So yeah, yeah um, I think you can sum up Ingsy's confidence at the moment, the way he took that shot on at the half line against Southampton. A confidence Ings takes a couple of touches and just lofts it in. Whereas at the moment, a bit erratic. Um <laughs> he went through, didn't he?
1: With his left foot. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that. He comes on his left foot and he's got yards and yards of space. And I don't even think uh-huh. he'd need to be told about that any other time. He, there's no one really around him. And you he, he say he swung a boot and a good chance. But yeah, that's a really good point, actually. That definitely sums up where he is. And that's Danny Ing's a player that can get 20 goals a season. So
0: yeah,
1: we need to get him back into that sort of um, into that headspace again, you know, of where he was.
0: That's it. Yeah, and like you say, over pre-season, his finishing was great and you're thinking, yeah. you know, okay, can he really kick on now? So, interesting, Danny Ings, John, obviously, you'll he to his phone. It's one year left on his contract next summer. Yeah. So very interesting, that one, isn't it? One to watch, that one.
1: Yeah, one that's kind of whittled down a little bit. It's almost surprising. We'll on sure. the it's a, mm-hmm. well, maybe there's a, I mean, it's kind of mentioned in another podcast, maybe, but uh, maybe a striker search on the way uh, in the coming summers. You know, you, you need to get your sort of ducks in order to, to get yeah. big play. So, it'll be, that's an interesting one. Uh, we'll end, those are all the players that have played a significant part of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Who's who's impressed you the most in the first seven oh, games of the season?
0: Obviously, Mings, isn't it? It's to Tyra isn't it?
1: I think so as well, yeah. He, there's a couple of shouts. Tyra Mings, maybe Ashley Young as well. He's impressed me. In terms of maybe been surprised, but he was, he, he was a star player. It's yeah, mm-hmm. Tyra Mings. I don't think anyone can argue with that. No. Um, players or player that maybe can do a bit more? Someone that's uh, potentially flying in the radar a little bit. Can we you know who needs to up their game, should we say, from now on from now on, you know, the rest of the season?
0: Gotta be Coutinho for me, John. I think we both agree on that. You mentioned him heavily there, I need to see more from him. Not these not just the flashes and, and glimpses. Need to see him taking games by the scruff of the neck. Can he do that? We'll see. Um big big few big few weeks for him now with World Cup selection not far away. And um yeah, he's gotta got do it in a villa shirt now.
1: Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. There's obviously a couple that um, yeah, we we haven't been performing great as a, as a team. And I think everyone needs to look in the mirror a little bit. But, yeah, I think Coutinho, again, just by the high standards he sets, he's, he's not having a particularly horrendous start to the season. But that's the player that needs to be playing well if we're going to get near a top 10 finish. And, again, highest paid player in the club's history, £70 million is cheap for Coutinho. But if he's not turning up, that's £70 million wasted at the end of the day. So, it, you know, we've forked out a lot of money for it to work. Uh, and it needs to work at the end of the day. So, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, 12 days off, we've had Ash against Leeds. What do we need to see apart from obviously three points? What's, what do we need to see to get, you know, to stop a meltdown, should we say, from supporters on social media?
0: <laughs> More of the same we've seen in the last two two games, really. Um, good defensively. I think we lost three on the spin, we away from home this season in the Premier League. Um and in them three games, we conceded after half an hour in each of them. Early goals against um, Bournemouth, Palace and Arsenal after half an hour. So going a goal down on the road, early doors, does you know fivers, does it? So it's a shut-up shop a little bit. And um, you haven't had the big players to come to the come to the fore, Coutinho being one of them. Um, can we see the, the Scotland McGinn burst into life Villa now as well? get a goal for him and, and yeah, that's what we need to see and yeah, we're really intriguing now, two away games back to back, intimidating crowds um, up and down there, Leeds and Forest, Monday Night Football, the Forest one, Leeds, so that'll be packed out there, Leeds don't really like Villa anyway, so yeah, big character test for them and yeah, yet to win away from home this season, that needs to change doesn't it and hopefully next time I guess Leeds.
1: Yeah, two really important games, you, you kind of, you pinpoint those two and then you've got your Brentfords at home, Brighton at home, mm. all in the next eight. Apart from that, you've got Chelsea, Newcastle, uh, obviously missed a couple out there. But you, it's it's not an easy run from now to the World Cup and we need to get results because, you know, <laughs> not to scare monger, but would, we're, we're not flying at the moment, are we? So we need to get wins. We need to get results. Before performances for me, I think that you've almost got that sort of mini pre-season again when the World Cup uh, comes around. So mm. we'll see how we get on. But uh, that just about does us for today, Ash. So uh, thanks for hopping on.
0: Yeah, well, techie was host every week.
1: John. Yeah, we now, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, thanks everyone for watching and participating in the comments as well. And we'll catch you next time. Up the villa. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa.